but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row, and she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. The podcast is being recorded. The beans. <laughs> hey, mate, what an intro! Hey, we've got uh, we've got bloody Siri on the job for us now. Yeah, she's mate, come on. She's, hey, that's a, that's a zoom up a zoom upgrade or so. It's a zoom something. Anyway, I'm not I'm not sure if it's an upgrade or not. But they've um they've got the robot leading us in, which is nice to see. Good to see you, Moz. Back for another week. The third, I mean, not official week of the carnival, but the third group one day of the carnival up here. And we shift ourselves across the road from the holy grail, which is Doombin, to the hallowed turf of Eagle Farm, the swampland, the sand pit, whatever you want to call it. We're back. David Van Dyke. I don't know if he has a runner there, David Van, <laughs> David Van Doombin, but um, we're back there on the, um, the main surface, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah, mate. And uh, look, it, it seems to be Ayrton's playground this week. Let's be honest. Um, that's the only news that's going in and out of any news story. So we get to see the, uh, well, we get to see if the hype's real, mate, or it's just another one of these flash in a pan three-year-olds that go around at the dollar twenties and run like a $45 shot. So yeah, pricey uh, gave it on. Yeah, Pricey even get he's already he's already given the excuse. I saw it this morning his comment on I was racing.com or one of those ones he mentioned. He's like, Oh, it's more the media building it up than anyone. And I was like, Oh, here we go. I was like, this is the odd classic stitch up job here. He's already it's it's when it's Thursday afternoon, he's already thrown out excuses. So yeah, a bit bit disappointing. Oh, but uh, look, he's not wrong. Let me uh let me ask you as a uh, as a racing fan. Would you like to hear the news that Ayrton is doing a little bit of a run around the track or perhaps a Queensland Group 1 winning champion whose story in itself is unbelievable, having a, uh, having a run around on Eagle Farm for the first time in a good year? Yeah, big old Rothfire. Rothy, the Frothy's for Rothy going around and there wasn't even a mention of it. They're more concerned about... Um... <laughs> More concerned oh. about the, safe, the safety of GTRA and whether Ayrton's got here or not. So, yeah, it's a bit... Um... It's a bit concerning, but um, yeah, big Rothfire is back, and I think Everest the target this year. That's the that's the goal from the Heathcote stable. Yeah, and look, I think uh, well, to keep a lid on it. I think they just wanted to to see the big boy get out there and, and look like his old self. But that's that's got to be the target. I mean, he's uh, you know, was was the one that got away there in the Golden Rose uh, last year, but. By all reports, if he comes back, you know, 95% as good as he was, he's he's the best Queensland probably still has to offer. So he'd be well up in it. And and when you look at, you know, your top echelon is what Eduardo Nature Strip going around in that Everest. Well, how can you not have a, a Rothfire in the field? Yeah, well, I think he slots right in. I mean, then you've got Classic Legend back from Hong Kong as well, yep. making his return. So the Everest is starting to actually, you know, it's starting to look okay. I was a little bit worried maybe two months ago, but with a few of these ones sort of coming through and, you know, potentially even one of these, you know, superstars coming out of this Brizzy Carnival, um, you know, could make an appearance depending on what happens. There's there's always those smokies that pop up. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, mate, we could see <laughs> some Everest horses go around on Saturday because let's not get too far ahead of ourselves because it's Group 1 Kingsford Smith Day. Yep, that's uh, right. Which which does share the Ayrton Saturday as well. We can't forget Ayrton. It was Zaki last week. <coughs> it was a Zaki party. <laughs> um, 
But hey, it's it's a bit of a cracking field. Um, and it's probably that field that you're right. There isn't that real standout sprinter in. I mean, obviously you've got the big dogs in town with, you know, the Godolphin Camp, Gitra, Sava 2XL, the Goodwood winner comes up, which is always good to see that sort of form line in. Um, yep. But we'll get there. But you can make you could probably make a good case for six or seven of these sprinters to to probably step up and and pinch a group one so to speak. Yeah, I've gone a bit wide in the old Kingsford Smith. There's a bit, um, I think there's a bit of a pricing indiscretion between a few of them. So um, yeah, I've lined one up there that I think is um, a bit of value. So looking forward to divulging with the mugs. Although I will say, I think we discussed this during the week for um, any of those mugs out there. This could, this could or may or may not be the reason why we don't um, do any charging for tips. I'm officially one from 18 for the first two group one days of the carnival. So I'm on an absolute heater and the only winner is Zaki. So it's um it's slim pickings for me with a few juicy placings, but boy, gee, I need a few more winners this week. Well, mate, if you're searching for winners, I'm as well, because uh, my stats read one out of 18 there as well. And yeah. uh, for some reason I didn't pick Zaki. I was the only mug out on track side that wasn't shipped <laughs> Um, so Eduardo, the week before is is what I'm saving Grace from. So, mate, you're right. Look, you're only as good as your last weekend. And uh, even though you're hearing this on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday mugs, we're talking about Saturday because we're yeah. going to absolutely clean up. It's Derby Day. That's that's the other talking point we haven't got to yet, mate. The other group one on the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got well, we got the, the big boys. Big Jack, what's his Derby number four is yeah, what uh, he's, he's the Derby king yeah. at the moment. <laughs> well, it seems to be uh, look explosive Jack versus Chris Waller, um, but it was great to see sort of criminal defence pop up the other week there for the locals in the Holberts to. Uh, well, he's not he's not the worst in it. Put it that way, like genuine genuine no, contender. Yeah, I think he's right. I think he's right in it, and he's he's still getting price. I think I saw thirties or twenty sixes the other day, which was, I mean, yeah, wins at eighties or a hundreds last week, and you're still getting sort of you know just around a third of that quote, which is pretty reasonable, I reckon. Really happy to happy to have a dabble each way for the holders and. Hopefully, mate, if they can if they can nab the derby, God, I don't think we'll see him. <laughs> will might not be able to train Misty. He, no. might, he might have to. You might give her back wow. or something. You're that excited? I might. Uh, we we might need to send him a message maybe tomorrow and say, mate, just make sure all the uh, all the paperwork's done before Saturday. <laughs> you might be going to Vegas and not coming back for four weeks, but we yeah. still want to watch it go around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, but mate, look, we, we need to get stuck in because this is what gets our blood pumping. It's race days in Brisbane. We've got the spotlight, mate. There's uh, Melbourne are in lockdown, so there's not much going on there. New South Wales, we've got all the superstars in town. And we start race one with the biggest probably superstar in Australia right now, Jamie Carr on Fashionel which opens your $2.60 favourite there. A class six plate, mate, set weights, 1,400 metres. I don't know, mate. Do you uh, do you just back car, shout the bar, drink the bar? Um, look, I, I respect her. And John O'Shea stable, you know, pretty smart horse. I, I'm astounded that profits $4.40. I know um, at his best, he is, a, um, you know, he's a pretty good, pretty good horse, but he's just not been at his best for 
long so time, so yeah. long. So like, I mean, unless J Mac can bring it out, I've actually um, I'm going with a local trained here. Um, ex or well, ex Victorian horse, but now it's, it's been up here for that long. It's a yokel, and that's um that's the Glen Boss ridden for the Edmonds Stable. That's Mousy. I think this sets up quite nicely for a horse like this. I tossed and turned with explosive quality. Um, I'm leaning the way of Mousy. I just think in at the weights, it is. A uh, pretty, it was a pretty good run in the bright shadow. I think it ran about fifth. It was sort of booked for a run about the 200 mark, and then that just sort of held it up and it attacked the line late. I mean, the fact that Bossy's retaining the ride, I think, is a pretty good push. And I think it has the best late splits of this field. And on the um, wide open Eagle Farm surface, I want a horse that can be running on late. Rail in the true punters as well as the as a quick update and should be a good force. It'll be it'll be as hard as a rock probably, but um, I'm just hoping that it's. I mean, Dooman's been pretty even the last few weeks for a leader bias track, so I'm just hoping Eagle Farm. It's not the inside three lanes, otherwise you're dead because that would just be a bit disappointing. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same, mate. It, sh- it should go all right because it's it's the first sort of meet that we've had here for what probably a good three or four weeks. So, if anything today, well. Come uh, Kingston Smith Day on Saturday should be a nice playing field. It's yep. probably, you know, the next couple of weeks going into the carnival <clears> where you're, you're getting the traffic on Eagle Farm again, which just gives you that little bit of hesitation. <laughs> um, but I'm seeing it the same as you, mate. And Mousy's just been absolutely riddled with bad luck the last two starts. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. if you. Thankfully, we haven't backed Mousy the last few starts. But if you have... Don't uh, don't watch those replays again because you'll only hurt yourself. Um, but barrier three, mate, you're right. Explosive quality probably sits with it. I can't have those um, at the top of the market on top. Yeah, I mean, you're bringing, bringing your Sydney form with Jamie Carr. That's probably why you're getting the unders there for Fashionel. Um, and profits, look, doesn't matter what profit comes back, mate. Profits are, you know, a mile, mile to 2,000 sort of metre horse there. So... Um, I think I can safely put a line through those and Mousy to finally have some luck turn around at the each way plays a pretty good start to the day for the Muggaroos, which is yep. handy. Bang. Mm. Good start together. Oof, scary. <laughs> scary, mate. It just means we're off to a blinder or we're still chasing. And there's no better way to do it, mate, than a BM85. 1,200 metres is what we're talking here. And again, you got the uh, look, you got some form lines coming together here with, you know, Dr. Why Not. Um, it's been super impressive this prep. I mean, just look at the record there. Go forward, horse. Never runs a bad race. Barrier twelve for the locals, though. That's the big if. Um, but Superium sort of comes through that same sort of form. Cordia for the Godolphin camp there in the second line of betting, mate. The list goes on. You've got a a few sort of big local stables having a decent crack at these uh sort of BM races there on Carnival Day. Mate, they are. Cordy is back to try and steal another race up here over the carnival. I think yeah. 2019 was the last time she was um, she was up. But, um, mate, there's plenty of value here. And I've, I found one from um, the Nat McCall yard in Valario at $35, if you don't mind. $9 a place, mate. Um, I don't think there's a heck of a lot of pace here on paper. And um, Dr. Weiner will be shooting out from 12. I've got Valario drawn in 14, which I understand over the 1,200 can be a bit of a concern. But at Eagle Farm, not as bothered by the wider draws. Um, should be able to probably sit off the back of Dr. Why Not and make three for five track and distance. It absolutely eats a good surface and is a dead set first up specialist. I think they could be... Um, 
this could be a bit of a sting here. We've got Tiff Brooker steering. She's, I think, Nat McCall's premier jockey, basically. They're sort of fairly synonymous, that pairing. So pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, first up, mate, flies. And I think um, $35, this is this is, could be one of those ones that just in the background, been getting him, getting him going, revving him up. And here we go. Has to be has to be in the multiples. Well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're not going back to the world with Miss Ayano there, mate, because uh, that's just Miss Ayano for you, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> uh, look, we won't even joke about it. You're not in the mood, I can tell. No, uh, I don't want to talk about Miss Ayano, mate. Only on a wet surface and only about four years ago, I think, was she winning anything. So, yeah, let's leave it at that. Exactly, exactly mate. Well, look, I'm going to land on Eurobell. Um, and look, put a, put a pen through last start. I just don't think it went a yard there at the Gold Coast, you know, beaten 10 lengths, but back to the 1200 as well, looks to be the throw here. And that start before was, you know, absolutely bobbed out in a photo with Dr. Why Not. Just has some super form sort of coming into this prep. Um, just barrier four. I mean, I'm sort of hoping that Eagle Farm is a fair track tomorrow. It never really seems to be too leader biased because there isn't a lot of speed in this race, which just gets me to thinking that she's going to be close enough to look, pick the gaps when they come, burst through, and at the 10 bucks, mate, head down on the bloody line there, please, Eurobell for my good old mate, Mickey Kale. Get the job done. Plenty of value right, that, in that race. It's wide. It's wide. It's wide open. Like I mean, they just they just side with Godolphin. You just get a Godolphin price every time you see a Godolphin horse up here. Right? It's just almost always it unders. <laughs> it is, mate. And well, look, I'm gonna let you uh, let you divulge your thoughts here. But you've got the Ayrton Fred Best Classic next up, so. Yep. Dollar sixty-five is what we're getting for Ayrton from Barrier Six. Look, it probably draws to to get a gun run. Let's be honest. Jamie Carr yep. on board. Overs, unders, mate. It's a big field with quality horses. Probably look. Even if Ayrton wins, you can probably have a bet on something else to to actually make some money on this race. So I'll let you unleash on the big boy. Yeah, uh, look, he's massive unders in this field. I mean, it's just absurd. I mean, you're getting Apache Chase at $11. Um, Count to Rupees, done nothing wrong. Aims, 27. I mean, it, isn't it? I mean, for, yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it won the Magic Millions. Did it not? <laughs> like, it, it just it just makes, there's a few that just make no sense. Um, I've settled on another one, though, and that's simply fly. I mean, she is simply flying, or he is simply flying. I mean, done absolutely nothing wrong. There was that one run last start, and that was in, I understand that through that we had Rocketing By last week, who was my best of the day, and so perhaps people are going, oh, the form doesn't stack up there. But that Marbusha race was just a ride off of the coast, and before that, Airborne. What's that? Steph fell off and then three wins in a second kind of thing. Yeah. It's just it makes absolutely no sense to me how I'm getting $31 um, Apache chase or lead and should hopefully be pestering Ayrton up front. So I don't think Ayrton's going to get their own way. And I think if Craig from the two can sort of sit, maybe I don't want to be any further than kind of three or four pairs back, because I think if you're any further back than that, you can just get in trouble with a horse like Ayrton that does have a pretty high cruising speed and can kick off that on the turn. So I want to be thereabouts. But, um, mate, it absolutely launches late in between it and Count to Rupee. They will be charging past Ayrton. Big Craig Williams will just be waving at Jamie Carr as he flies on by and big old Rex Lip for the um, Group 3 here. So looking forward to it. 
Yeah, mate. Well, there's a bit of value, and I'm I'm looking. Well, I'm looking to think down the same uh, crazy juice that you're sniffing and snorting and sucking deep. Because um, what I what I can see, you're right. Apache Chase doesn't know any other way. But on the outside of Ayrton there, you got Holyfield. So last start, Holyfield absolutely teared him a new one um, and was pretty brave to hold on to Glitterstrip there, who um, who's never too far away as well. So I can really see Ayrton being, you know, maybe four or five back wide. And it's going to have to be, well, it's going to have to be the next superstar to sort of put away this field by doing that. And for that reason, there's one uh, one of 30s there for Rewilla and Tony Pike, our friends from over the ditch, not an option. So, again, if you go back to that replay, you know, that's that's the form coming in here, Glitter Strip form. Glitter Strip was great. Palladus was great. Not an option was the unlucky runner of that race. Stretching out here now to 1,400, big open Eagle Farm track, which is what these sort of Kiwi horses need, isn't it? Um I think you can absolutely run a bolt of flying home for, look, if it's not going to win, I think top three is a, a pretty good bet there at the place. You're going to get, you know, six or seven bucks at prices like that, aren't you? Does so, it handle the good surface? Well, that's that's always a concern. But, I mean, if you go back through the form. form Who knows what Eagle form, Farm will be like anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I could, mean, it's got could to be, be shifty on top and perfect. It would be, it'd be like a soft five anyway. So what's the difference? Yeah. Exactly. Um, better look. I think because of its racing pattern, it's a bit of a uh, a bit of a charge and late non sort of winner this horse. So, uh, I mean, I'm just looking for some stars to align. Um, but last start at Doom, and you're never going to get that kind of a runner going to win more often than not with that sort of tight turning track. So, um, wind them up, let them go. You know, we'll find out. Put it that way. But everyone will be watching, mate. It's going to yeah. be a bit of uh, told you so either way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll get. I'm sure we'll get a few messages through if Ayrton wins by six lengths or something like that. But I'm looking forward. That's to it. it. Well, that's the snippet here, mugs. The mugs are not on Ayrton, so the inboxes are open for your spray. You will do it anyway, so why not just uh, just go for it? <laughs> and uh, just heard from uh, from Big Lloydy, mate. He's actually gone into Count de Rupee there as well. So we're certainly looking around for you, mugs, to try and. Feel the exotics. We need to move on, mate, because it's not no, Ayrton's day. It's no. not Ayrton's day. It's it's a group three, a great friends at Sky Racing. We love you. Uh, Lord Mayor's Cup, which is, a, again, a handy little field, mate. You've got Holmesman yeah. that comes up here. Uh, last start looked pretty pretty flat there for a, a ninth behind Zaki in the Hollandale, but Hollandale form is Zaki form. Who can doubt that? But you got a few, uh, a few of the locals here, and so you win. Banner girl, hoping to get back to some good form. Um, but again, a really good field of sort of that middle distance, eighteen hundred meter horse. Chris Wallace specials, mate. But you get Group Three prize money this week. Yeah, it's um, mate. There's good group racing left, right, and center. I um, I'm going back to the well here. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Hangman handled Doombin at all. It's got that Zaki form. Um, from a few runs ago, ran um, third in behind Zaki. Um, and I just think it was just a bit disappointing. I don't know whether it got off the wrong leg on the corner, but it just didn't, it sort of didn't handle it. And then I think if, if you rewatch the race, Alwood was out leading with, oh, I forget what, I forget what it was leading with, but it got to the corner, Alwood, and it just, the gas tank just dropped out the back of it and it was going backwards through the field and it, 
completely cooked a few runners. And unfortunately, Hangman was sort of one that was caught up a bit in the ruck there. And once it lost its momentum, it was just off and gone. I mean, Bossy's sticking again. So I need Bossy to have a big day for the bean. Otherwise, we could be in a bit of trouble. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, he's I'm sticking. underperformed the last two weeks. So he's certainly due the big group one Bossy. Yeah, I'm sticking with, mate. Drops one and a half kilos and draws well to sort of just have any of the options from 10. And I think the good surface is also a bit of a push. They had a soft four or five there before uh, the other week when it was running in that race. And probably the 1800 is a better trip, I think. So fingers crossed. I'm getting 950 this time, not the poison odds of $3 or whatever it was last start. So happy to play again, mate. Beautiful. Mate, I'm, uh, I'm going to fill the hopes and dreams of Queenslanders everywhere because we need this girl back to winning form, and that is the big Vanna girl. Uh, and look, Zaki form is going to be the absolute quote of the month, really, let's be honest. Yep. Comes through that Hollandale, mate. I just think she just struggles um, under under that soft conditions, which which is weird because the stables always sort of rated her a bit better with a, a bit of cut in the ground. Yep. He gets back to Eagle Farm. She's two from two at Eagle Farm. Brad Stewart gets back on, um, who's two from two on her as well. So if you look through her form, mate, you've got, well, her last four starts, you've had four different jockeys jump on Vanagirl, um, which, yeah, which is never a, a good confidence backer for, for anyone when you see that sort of jockey hop. So hopefully he can get the best back out of her, mate, back to a good track. $9 each way as well. be great to sort of see her come down the straight, mate, and put them away like she can do. Just go boom. Boom. Bad girl, boom. Zaki form. You beauty. <laughs> mate, uh, we'll, we're going to race five. I'll let you lead us in here, mate, because I know you just love these at middle distance staying trip and oh, mate. Zaki form, parts mate, of glory. That's right. We've got the, the 2400 Brisbane 2032 Premier's Cup, mate. It is a, it's, it's actually a pretty, it's a pretty good form lines here coming in together. We've got the Warnable Cup winner leading us off in La Donda V. Rodinella comes up from Sydney for John O'Shea. You've got Spirit Ridge, Southern France, Pass of Glory. Big Dog Brimmon Rocks, Brimmon Rocks is up and Belvedere is here. From, came through a race a few weeks ago along with Alakahan, which was the winner. Karif Mahamadeus and then Maid of War Roma Cash. Roma Cash looks the only local in that entire field. In fact, no, mate. Gee, I yeah. didn't know you were gonna name him. No, I think I actually think You're I think he's race, but anyway, no, it's I think, a, it's I think these races are, it's worth mentioning though, really. Like the fact that you're not there's not a local in there apart from Roma Cash is a bit interesting because we tend to have a lot of these sort of 2,200 plus races. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm on the favourite yeah. mate here. I think um, I think the Waterville Cup winner, LaDonda V, was super in that first up win. It was ultra impressive. I think second up, it's going to improve. And then the format of that Warrnambool Cup, Heart of Puissance ran last Saturday at Fleming, or the week before it might have been at Caulfield, and absolutely it was a brain job on a good surface, and that was the concern from the um, from the stable, which was the Mars stable. So they were worried about the good surface and absolutely belted them. And I just think um, I think the form sort of stacks up. That it was a seventh to Hangman, which I've tipped in the previous, so I think, um, and, and leads from the six. So no luck required there. Good bet, $3.80. Yeah. yeah, mate. It's it's almost looking like better the uh the day kind of material. It's just 
Spirit Ridge is probably the one that might kick up on the inside to, to put a bit of speed into yeah. the race. Um, but if Ludwig de V just gets it out on its own, I mean, you just, you know, last start, as you said, super impressive. But you just go through the form. You've got you got some quality, quality group one staying form um, yeah. where, look, he's, he's probably disappointed up until last start. Let's be honest. He's, you know, just gone around close to favourite all these sort of Australian starts and just Penny just might've dropped with some of these European imports, mate. They just need that prep or two. Uh, and once they sort of hit that form, geez, they're hard to, hard to get out. Case in point, mate, Zaki form. Yeah. Well, it's just, it just all stacks up. Like it was the, it was the heart of Puissance brain job the other week down in Melbourne. And you just kind of like, seriously, like after that, it's just how you, how can you go against it? Like, it's just all, I mean, yeah, yeah it was ultra impressive in the Warrnambool Cup. So, yeah. Yeah, mate. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. It looks like a uh, mug load job because we're going to need it, mate, because the quaddy's kicking off. <laughs> yep. It's not an easy quaddy a... either. <laughs> no, it's not. And look, if you jag this first leg, you've done very, very well for yourself because Prince of Boom can't be any more impressive, hasn't done a thing wrong. It's just going to get tested from barrier 13 here because – Two-year-old racing, mate, you know how they want to run. They all want to push forward. They all want to lead. They all want to go toe-to-toe. So a lot of horses, they don't get that. They find themselves in that, you know, in that comfort zone that they're not used to and and can fold pretty damn quick. But it's our favorite at $4.60. And then you've got the ranch hand sort of form coming through there um, from the Gold Coast the other week. It's up in the market. Yep. Eustace and Ma, they've got one here. Bjorn Baker's up. Waterhouse and Botter in town, mate. The list goes on um, until you sort of get down to even, you know, Golan's got Tiger Heart there and you're getting 18 bucks for for probably what is one of the top local seeds. It just shows the depth of this sort of two-year-old field. Yeah, it's it's a pretty – you're dead right, though. It's pretty much the Ken Russell versus Champagne Classic in terms of form lines. It's however you want to – Look at that. And to be honest, there was, I kind of like, I can understand the hype around Prince of Boone. Pretty impressive. I thought it peaked on its run last start. So, I mean, but Heathcote's come out and I think there was, was there a comment saying you thought it was better than Rothfire or something? Did I make that up or did I hear that? I swear there was that sort of, there was something to the tune of that thrown around. And I was like, holy yeah. crap, well, he's Sim- obviously Sim- pretty Larry. serious. Yeah. If that's a concern if their similarities the four dollars twenty is probably probably three dollars yeah. over mate i don't think subterranean is done anything wrong i i can't understand the 26 dollars i saw um last night when i was doing the tips it comes through the ken russell um it knocked off the red hot ranch hand there came bowling down the outside which i understand was obviously the premier ground but the fact that a horse like that can come from basically second or third last it came it was the widest on the turn two which suits a big open expansive track like eagle farm and kind of takes out of the equation um what you were mentioning about you know they all sort of want to lead even though it is an on-pace type it's shown versatility which is a big plus um, I just think it's I think it's the missed horse in this field in terms of pricing. I think um, I think I'll be gobbling up all sorts of twenty six dollars and six fifty the place. I think it's humongous overs. Yeah, I think it definitely sets up for that kind of uh, that kind of swooper, mate. And the one I've landed on, Glen Eagles, is a bit the same. Barrier four, not going to do any work. But I mean, well, let me just go through some of these the speed map. Baby Wong, who's your roughy of the field, believe it or not. 
Um, Baby Wong, Overpass, Tiger Heart, Rhapsody, Rose, Ranch Hand, Prince of Boom, Converge, Miss Hipster even. They're all go-forward horses, and it's going to be very, very messy um, you know, for that first probably 300 metres of the race, trying to get their spots. Um, I think Glenn Eagles is the one that just is going to jump, settle where he is, and then absolutely do no work. And, and we're going to need the gaps, but when you're at Eagle Farm and you've got 500 metres of straight, that's what you are there for. So you can, you can get the gaps there though. That's the difference. Yeah, like it sort of doesn't, definitely. it sort of doesn't keep us like, you know, there's plenty of rails runs. I've seen two pop through on the inside before and that kind of thing. So yeah, I don't think yeah. you get, you, you should be fine as long as, is it Collett's riding? Can give yeah, it a Collett's on board. And it's, it's just sort of click this prep, I think for this horse, there was always, always a bit of boom on it last prep. It was up here for sort of that magic moon campaign. Didn't end up getting there. I just think they put it in the paddock early um, has stayed a cult, so they've obviously sort of done some things to settle the big boy down and put two together, both pretty impressive wins um, this prep. So he's probably come back up a different horse this time around. Uh, but putting it together and feel like this is going to be pretty uh, pretty exciting to see. Fingers crossed for the locals, though, that you know we've got something that's, something that's challenging, I guess, these top stable interstate invaders, so to speak, because... You know, two weeks, mate, it's uh, Stradbroke Day at the boundary with the mugs, of course. Yep. you got the JJ Atkins, which is always a cracker. That's right, mate. Looking forward to that, Mugs. So get your tickets, get online on Mugs Punting and um, book your tickets because it's going to be an absolute bell. So we'll be there and we will be getting right into it. Mate. Fantastic. They call you have you have at times called me the Darb King, and um, I'm about to introduce the Darby King, <laughs> and that is ex, that is explosive, Jack, mate. He is a, he is dead set. If he's not the best horse Derby wise I've seen in a long time, I I raise you to find me one better. Comes up against Senor Toba, which was a little disappointing. Let's crack a deal. Comes through, I think it ran second in the Adelaide Derby. And then you've got Kukaracha Achiever and a few others from the Walla Waterhouse camp. And obviously down the bottom there, $26 or $23, bit of early money for the Pier and Will Holbert Yard, you got criminal defense. And they're pretty, they were pretty bullish. I saw an interview um with Will's father the other day, and he was pretty confident. Will was saying apparently that he's he's bouncing around everything like that. So yeah, I think they could have one there. He's a bit of a smoky at odds again. So don't leave him out of the multiples. What have you no, got? No, mate. Um, yeah, look, it's it's hard to go against explosive Jack. So he goes on top for me, but question well, the question was last start in the SA Derby was it's his third grand final. Like how, how can this horse keep doing it? The same question is going to be here. You know, it, it's his fourth grand final, but he's done nothing in any of those wins to show that he can't, he can run subpar and still lick this field by 10. But mate, I, I will be, you're right. I will be having an each way play there on criminal defense because yeah, you, you watch that replay. I mean, barrier four, it's going to, it's going to, you know, shape out much the same. It's going to be in front of a lot of those Waller horses and, and they weren't catching it. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, the one that was probably coming home that you'd want to follow out of that race was Senior Toba, but Barrier 21, it's going to have to come around a lot of horses to get home. Yeah, it's going to have to be so, pretty good from there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. So you've just got to look at it's simple as where are they going to be in the run? This big grey, let's let's be honest, when it won, it won at 40s, um, and it's going to have to do a hell of a lot to, to beat a horse like Explosive Jack, which... He's going to settle, what, in the first five or six, if that. So, 
it's looking like a, a uh, looking like an interstate derby for the big Jack. Yeah, mate. I'm, I'm not, I don't really have anything further to add. I think explosive Jack on top. I think sometimes you just have to back the best horse in the race, and um, that's the Jack, mate. So I think um, two dollars eighty is probably, to be honest. If it runs as well as it has, it's probably a spoil in all in all seriousness. Mate, I'm just gutted that I didn't take it at six bucks when it won the SA Derby. That's uh that's a story for another day though. Yep. <laughs> well, we'll stop we'll stop jacking here uh, and we'll start jacking over the Group One TAB Kingsford Smith Cup. Uh, so look. Last year, unfortunately, we didn't get the running of the race, which is thanks to our fans at the government and COVID. Um, but anyway, 2019, the Bostonian took this race out. 1,300 metres, mate. It's the perfect bridge from that BRC 10,000, Doombin 10,000, I should say, uh, in between the Stradbrokes. So a few horses that you've got backing up. You got Vega One and Nikanova, I think, coming through that ten thousand. No, sorry, Nikanova didn't. Um, but you got some some players in town still. Trekking backs up. That's the horse I was looking for. Table yeah, yep. mate Savitiano is your favourite at four bucks. Looks to probably take up the lead, um, but there's a few horses that might have a say about that. Gitra is the big runner here, mate. Probably. Could have, should have, would have nearly gone close to that Everest. Um, again, should have, could have, would have probably, with a Goodwood last start, probably expected it to do a bit better. But we get him here second up. So he's going to be, he's going to be fit. He's going to be rock hard, ready to go. Barrier 15, though, mate. Are you taking on the GTRA? Sure, am, mate. GTRA is not for me, mate. I am. Um, there's a, there's a bit of a, a bit of a town favourite of mine in this. Um, comes through a pretty sharp dig and trial. And um, with the, I think the outcome of the Goodwood kind of just like puts this race sort of, I think if G-Truck comes out and belts them, it probably sort of has this race at its mercy. But the fact that Savatox will sort of stole it, I think it's open. It'll take on Jonka and Savatiano, so there'll be enough pace. And in behind them, in the black and white silks, will be Victor M for one, two, three, Mark Duplessis, mate. He will be absolutely stalking this field. Um Finished a length off Splintex and has a bit of form around um, Mars Crusader. Absolutely eats Eagle Farm. This is for sure its track. And I think the key is here through that, if you jump on and I think Racing Queens and whoever it is, they have, the, they have the trials. It was just under an absolute stranglehold in a trial a few weeks back at Dig, and it looks right and absolutely prime for this. I think, um, you know, first up, it's got a pretty solid record. I think at $19, I'm happy to play because I think I know people, you know, you know, at, at the weights, 59 kilos in against horses like, you know, Trekking and Sabatian and a few of the others, but I think it measures up fine. So I think 1300, this is its go, Kingsford Smith. This would obviously be the grand final, if not the Stradbroke, but I'm assuming this will be the grand final for that stable. So not a bad price there. Yeah, it's, I mean, and there's a few of those horses around that mark that you could really make a case for. And it, it looks to be a really open uh, Kingsford Smith. I mean, you've even got Panino at, 101, the roughie of the field. Um, it's been crossing the line with Vega One and like the last two starts, and, you, and you're getting such a ridiculous price. But again, it's that wait for rage. And when you've got a horse like Gitra and Trekking in this field, you just sort of have to 
to look twice almost, don't you? Yeah. Um, but I've gone class on top, mate. I've got the big G tra or the trash man, as I like to call him. <laughs> he was he was trash for me last start, but he's just that horse, mate. That's He's class. He absolutely is the top echelon of sprinters. And that's sort of what we've been talking about. That that mantle is almost up for grabs. Um, I just Everest there. I think it's, you know, they name it after the Everest, that race. I think it was a yes, yes, yes stakes that day where it, it just saddled up at the 300, 1300, about four wide and absolutely put him to the sword. So I think it might be one of those horses that stepping up in trip is um, always going to suit a horse like this, bouncing off a pretty tough first up run. And in group one quality, no matter where it is, it's always going to be a tough assignment. So you're right. I think that's the form. Savage 2 XL stole it. It's going to have a bit of pressure here. Um, Jonka knows no other way. Sets up for those horses coming home late, mate, which is licking your lips time for Mozambique. The mugs are looking juicy. Yep, that's right, mate. Value City and down the outside and the inside for me, I think I'll be hunting that rail. <laughs> Ooh. All right, mate. Well, we've got the absolute get-out stakes. And, it's gee. Just, it's a get-out stakes, all right. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the best get-out stakes I think I've ever seen. Put it that way, <laughs> mate. Um, again, it, the, this field is is. Deep, you've got well six six dollars. Six dollars a field, a sweet deal. I mean, it's a, a great horse in its own right, mate. A theory and liar. Look, they're two of those Godolphin horses, mate, that you're just starting to put a bit of a question mark around. Exhilarates, you could probably say the same for Madame Rouge, mate. She came second in the Stradbroke last year, so she's obviously coming to Queensland where she does her best racing, and that's that's your top five in the market. Um, I could go on, but Muggs, just have a look at this field. Send me in what one you think wins because <laughs> cracker. But Ben, yeah. I'll ask you first, mate. Mate, this is an absolute lottery. When this was at the end of the tips, I just looked at it and was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I can line them up. Look, I'm sticking with tried and tested form. I don't think Intrepidatious has done anything wrong. I mean, it was knocked off by the effervescent Outback Barbie last start, which just makes me want to pull my hair out. Anyway, I don't know how the Barbie won that. <laughs> but, but, but I probably have to have a saver in the Kingston Smith just in case because I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll be cutting off a limb, I think, if it gets up. But, um, look, it'll lead from barrier four. Tim Clark's probably one of the best front-riding jockeys in the nation, along with our own Mr. Ryan Wiggins. He just seems to rate them really well out in front. Um, it was only run down, like I mentioned, late by the Barbie. Um, good form reads a bit better than some of that soft track form. So I think that's a plus. And at $10 and $3.30, I think it's a pretty good each way play. If it does have its own way out in front early and he just gets to rack and pack him and stack him, then um, and, and potentially we do have that Eagle Farm surface where the inside is playing slightly better than perhaps um, could nab this at, at not a bad price. But I, I mean confidence is not um it's not at an all-time high <laughs> no oh mate and that that leads me to my selection here and i probably speak on behalf of many many mugs uh over the last probably month with this girl and i've got to go a theory one last <laughs> time good luck to you sir <laughs> it is it it is the final straw um <clears throat> look you can make an excuses for her, but last start, just don't think she goes the yard in a soft track. I mean, she's won 
one placing from five attempts down a soft, um, which is what we had at Doom in that day. She started at $3 favorite, I think. Just back to Eagle Farm. Look, she's she's one from one at the track. So big tick in Queensland. If your horse has performed on the track, we're going to get a good track. So that's also going to be a big tick. And I just remember it, it might have even been, you know, close to this race. Um, no, it wasn't. It was lead up to the Magic Millions where right. she absolutely spanked him here at Eagle Farm. She came out short as oh, anything. Oh, yeah, she did too. That's right. That. Yeah, beat Boomtown Lass, who's quality. Um, Wild Vixen was in that race. Needorp as well. I mean, that's, you know, as good as Saturday graders form as Queensland can dish up. Bit of a different kettle of fish here, though, mate. But barrier one, again, it's just that no work in the run. There's going to be a bit of speed on. I mean, everything should line up. There's no more excuses after Saturday. Yeah. For it. So, <laughs> if she doesn't win Sunday, it's, it's that's got to be curtains, mate, oh. surely. Because, like, yeah, from that draw and where she sits in the run, she should be one pair back, one out. And, I mean, if you can't win from yeah. there, you're, you're not winning ever kind of thing. So look out for next week's show there, Mugs, because it could be the return of the Get in the Sea segment. Uh, we've been... <laughs> Been trying to hone in a little bit more on the winners and the losers that we hate, but it's getting to that stage. But <laughs> uh, now, mate, this is this will be the hardest question you get all day because it yeah. is that belter of a day. But means yeah. banging, mate, the best of the day. What can you give us? Yeah, mate. Look, I tossed up between a couple. I've, I've settled on Explosive Jack in the Group One Derby. I can't go past two dollars ninety, I think, or two dollars eighty. I think. Um, I think it's the best of the day. I'm just going on pure form here. And um, I think should be winning that. But, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. Hard to narrow down a best of, mate. I'm, I'm going to give the mugs value. And I need a – well, I need a winner just to get my uh, my red back in the green. Vanna Girl for me, mate. I was a bit, uh, a bit sort of surprised at how confident I was doing the form on having her on top. So, look, I'm just going to trust it. I mean, you've got Holmesman and So You Win who you can't trust uh, – if they were a $2 stake and you ordered it well done, put it that way. Nah, that's At right. Girl, race for their mugs, the Group 3 Lord Mayor's Cup. And, of course, the big dog's just phoned in, mate. He loves just phoning in last minute, doesn't he? Yep. Don Devi. So you certainly can get a bit of value uh, no matter who you, you like the most out of the mugs. Even better, you're getting value laying all our tips, which you would have done pretty good the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Dead right there, mate. Things are always due to turn around, and that's exactly what we have this week, mate. Big Derby this day. Week. So, mate, it's a, it's a cracker. You've got the two group ones there, Monks. So if you're up and about, make sure you, you get to the track. You might see the bean there. You might see some other mugs. Who knows? Anyone yep. that gets there, give us a bloody thumbs up that you're there. Let's just do it, mate. Let's just do yep. it. Roof into it. Good luck for the whole of criminal defense as a shout-out. And don't forget, Mugs. Stradbroke Day, 12th of June. We're at the boundary for a drinks package and burger day. It's going to be unreal. We have Tab Sky Racing playing left, right, and center, and it's going to be a belt with the mug. So get out, get amongst it, get on and buy a ticket. It's going to be a cracker. Exactly, mate. Plenty of prizes as well. We've been hooking some of those up the last couple of days. So, mugs, if you have a win on a Saturday, Jump straight on the website and buy your ticket so it doesn't get to Friday night the night before and you're going to ask the handbrake for a lens because she probably won't give you anything. Speak <laughs> experience. It's a bit of anyway, advice mugs, there for the mugs. Good luck. Catch your mugs. <laughs>